Welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts. I'm Tim. Hey everyone, my name is Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about Pluto. Pluto, that's my favorite planet. Ah, but is it? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Um, you've given away your age there, though. Ah, uh, yeah. So should I rather say dwarf planet? That's right. And that's our first question. Why did Pluto suddenly become a dwarf planet? Right, right. Uh, so basically what happened a few few years ago was that we discovered some more planets that were Pluto-like. Uh, and for the sake of consistency, decided that it made more sense to classify Pluto as one of them than make all of them full-fledged planets. So there are many, many bodies orbiting the sun that have since been discovered that are actually larger than Pluto. And if we kept dis- declaring all of these bodies as planets, we, would, we could end up with hundreds of planets. You know, imagine learning them in school. Oh my god. Uh, and so if we didn't call them planets and kept Pluto, then it didn't make uh, scientific sense. It wasn't consistent. So a size limit for what qualifies as a planet was made, and sadly, Pluto was beneath this size limit. But it wasn't all just about size, correct? That's fair. That's fair. That's important to note. It wasn't just about size. The distinction was that they, that they defined that a planet needs to be, a quote-unquote, clear the neighborhood of its orbit. So that means that there are no objects of a similar size in the orbital path of the planet, and Pluto doesn't do that. So that's important, and it's part of the definition. Tell us then, what is a dwarf planet? Yeah, so a dwarf planet is the name used to classify certain objects in the solar system. So the definition is, a dwarf planet is a body orbiting the sun that is big enough to round itself by its own gravity, but has not cleared its orbital path of other rival bodies. And this was really quite recent, wasn't it? And who defined it? Yeah, yeah, quite recent actually. So the definition was made on August 24, 2006 by the International Astronomical Union, or the IAU. And actually, at the same meeting, the IAU also defined the term planet for the very first time. And of course, many astronomers still think that the term dwarf planet is a little too confusing and needs to be changed. I do agree with that. But at least now we know why anyone born before the 2000s like us thinks of Pluto as a planet, but kids these days learn of it as a dwarf planet. Yeah, yeah. So I can give you a short history of Pluto and how it turned into a dwarf planet. It was basically, it was discovered in the 1930. uh, And at the time, Pluto was thought to be the solar system's ninth planet. And then in the late 1970s, uh, something else was discovered. Uh, the minor planet 2060 Churon was found, and people learned that uh, Pluto was even smaller. So later they discovered this uh, scattered disk object called Aries, and some other objects very similar to Pluto. Uh, Aries, in fact, was initially believed to be 27% larger than Pluto, uh, but was later found to be just uh, slightly smaller. So again, when the IAU defined the word planet in 2006, uh, Pluto was not a planet anymore, and together with these other objects like Aries and Ceres, uh, became a dwarf planet. And then it was also given its more formal name now, which includes a number. Uh, so Pluto, as a dwarf planet, is known as 134340 Pluto. So we should be clear about this, though, uh, and just make sure we explain what are the criteria for making a planet a planet. 
Got it. So there's three criteria. Number one, the object must be in orbit around the sun. Got it. Number two, the object must be massive enough to be rounded by its own gravity. Hmm. More specifically, its own gravity should pull it into a shape defined by uh, hydrostatic equilibrium. And then number three, it must have cleared the neighborhood around its orbit as well. Ah, and Pluto fails at number three. Exactly. So a couple of years ago, there were some new photos of Pluto that got everyone really excited. Um, why is this? That you know, what what was the significance of it all? Oh, that was really really exciting. Uh, so there was a spacecraft called New Horizons. It performed a flyby of Pluto. I think on July 14, 2015, becoming the first and to date only spacecraft to do so. And during its flyby, New Horizons made extremely detailed measurements and observation of Pluto and its moons. You know, this, this uh, spacecraft, it launched from Cape Canaveral in January 2006. So it took nearly 10 years to get there and it had to you know, make sure it arrived right at Pluto at the right angle and distance and everything. That is exciting. But, you know, one can also ask the question, you know, if we can take detailed photos of galaxies that are millions of light years away, even much further away than uh, <laughs> Pluto, why is it so difficult to get a clear photo of Pluto itself? That, that, that is interesting, uh, but there is a major difference. So galaxies, they're big but slow, while Pluto is fast, uh, small and fast. And it's hard to find something uh, with enough resolution to see it. So the famous Hubble telescope, right? They ha it has a resolution of 0.05 arc seconds. Uh, that's 0.05 divided by 3600 of a degree. And Pluto is about 0.1 arc seconds in diameter, meaning we can barely resolve the entire planet. So getting any detailed image is just nearly impossible. And add to the fact uh, the fact that a telescope that's trying to look at Pluto must actively track Pluto's movement to keep it in focus. Mm. Uh, and finally, add the fact that Pluto is, again, rotating, and you'll most likely get a blurry streak if you try to take a long exposure image of it. While, on the other hand, galaxies are so far away, you can kind of point a telescope at it and let the exposure sit for you know months if you want a clear picture of it. The minor changes in angle as the Earth and the telescope move are really kind of insignificant when you're talking about that kind of distance. Fascinating. Well, now we know all about Pluto and uh, we know how to answer our kids when they ask us about it. Did you learn something new today? If you did, tell a friend. Send us an email at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com uh, and let us know what you'd like to hear next. As always, thank you to the wonderful community at r slash explain like I'm five on Reddit. We will see you all next week.